0: Hello there. We would be honored if you would join us. Spark of Rebellion. Hey Star Wars fans, what's happening? Welcome to Spark of Rebellion. This is your weekly Star Wars podcast. My name's Gary, I'm your host. But this week, and I'm flying the Falcon solo, as Mark is on holiday enjoying some nice UK sun that we seem to have in abundance at the minute. And it is hot. I'm not gonna be one of those Brits that complains and moans about it, but it is warm. Jesus. So yeah, enjoy the beach, Mark, and the beers and everything. I'm and, uh, I'm in the office, my home office. Uh, pretty hot. Just a bottle of water. Not much going on. However, sucks to be you, because I'm here talking about Star Wars and letting our Star Wars listener and fan know what's going on in a galaxy far, far away. And this week, I've got loads of merch to cover, which is going to be cool. There's a couple of Nice little stories around Vader. Vader seems to be making a thing still within the Star Wars universe at the minute. So there's a there's a few stories around um, him coming back, possibly for Ahsoka, the upcoming Ahsoka TV series. Stuff happening in the comics, loads of merch, and, uh, and we're going to finish up with a with a quirky little a quirky little um, release in a book that's I don't know. The article was saying that it's fixed a plot hole within um the prequels uh, episode 2 attack of the clones but i don't think it kind of fixes it it's more just uh just paints over the cracks as uh as star wars literature and books tend to do these days but anyway we've got some cool stuff to to crack on with before i get to that though i hope you are keeping well and safe hope you're having a good week having a good star warsy week and that you've watched something or read something star warsy or played something star warsy i'm still if you listen to last week last week's ep, uh, when we did our catch-up I mentioned that uh, or the week before maybe yeah last week it was um actually it was Mark running solo last week wasn't it yes and he uh, he actually gave a really good little a good little episode on on Star Wars fan uh, toxicity and uh, and how that sucks from time to time and um, and how to get through that stuff but that was a really good listen but the week before that uh, we spoke about me picking up the Jedi Fallen Order again and trying to get through that because I've played through it a couple of times already but found out that uh, for some reason on every playthrough I seem to run out of steam around three quarters of the way through, but this time I'm actually getting through it. I'm, I'm powering through, so I'm getting up to the point now where I usually start to, to switch off a little bit. But I'm going to power through, see how see how we get on. But I hope you have done something Star Warsy Before we crack on then with the stories for this week, make sure you're following and subscribing to Spark of Rebellion in your fave podcast app of choice. That way you won't miss an episode when they land every single Saturday and you can find links to those things just head over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash listen that will pop you over to all the popular podcast apps and networks and everything and you can pick your uh your preferred app or if you want to listen to us in your browser if you're listening during the work day and you want to have us off to the side on one of your other screens or something like that maybe that's your your setup and your bag then just take off the forward slash listen just go to sparkrebellion.com all the episodes are available to listen over there as well And we're on the socials too, Twitter and Instagram. Just go to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Twitter or forward slash Instagram. We chat Star Wars throughout the week, so come and get involved over there. And lastly, thank you very much. Thank you huge amounts, actually, to our patrons. You guys are awesome. Uh, We love your your continued support and your involvement in the show, so thank you so much for that. And if you want to support us as well, if you like Spark of Rebellion, you can head over to our Patreon. Again, just head over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Patreon, and you can jump on a dollar upwards there and show your support and uh anyone that's thinking of doing that your support would be very much appreciated and as I said our current patrons we love you guys thank you so much right yo let's get into it then so first story this is coming from thedirect.com and this is around a rumour from one of their sources apparently you know it's one of those quote unquote one of our sources blah 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 but uh they have said that in the upcoming Ahsoka TV show the live action tv show that we're going to be seeing more Vader and more specifically a very significant scene with Vader. It doesn't go into any more detail than that. But that is great news because as we know Vader's been he's been popping up in live action since the original trilogy. Now we've seen him obviously at the end of um, Revenge of the Sith. But we've also seen him pop up in some other things most recently, the Obi-Wan Kenobi TV show quite featured quite heavily in that. So fans obviously love it. We can't get enough of Vader, so it would make perfect sense to try and uh, including somehow, include him somehow in the, uh, in the upcoming Ahsoka. Now, the uh, Ahsoka TV series. Now, there is um, a slight thing here in that during based on the timeline of this, obviously, this is set uh, in more sort of modern times, I guess, or quote-unquote... Present time, I guess you could say, within Star Wars timeline, um, Vader's dead at this point. So uh, the we know, or we kind of got a, a very good guess now. It's not really confirmed, but the storyline that we think is going to happen with the Ahsoka TV series is that Ahsoka and Sabine Wren are going to team up, and they're going to go on the hunt and try and track down Ezra, which is a kind of a a follow on. I'm not sure if it's going to be an exact follow-on, but it's going to be based loosely around the ending to the Star Wars Rebels animated TV show where Ezra went missing at the end, went off into hyperspace somewhere. don't know where he went, but they're going to try and find him, which is the premise for this Ahsoka TV show, we think. That also then brings in Thrawn and some other bits and pieces, but anyway. The Vader inclusion is clearly going to be a flashback. That's the only thing... That makes sense obviously you can't just bring vader back from the dead i mean i know a lot of a lot of franchises do play with that stuff but any uh any fans of doctor who out there you'll know what i'm talking about (laughs) sometimes when a character's gone they're not really gone (laughs) you know they'll be back in some shape or form but i think with star wars that is there are certain key story arcs and key milestone events throughout the timeline the canon timeline where things you just don't mess with so it's got to be a flashback that's for sure and we just don't know any details so um i'd love to tell you more on that, but this is coming from anyway so this is the the direct.com and their source is making star wars.net that's where they've got this from and they say that uh yeah it will fit it will um there will be at least one quote-unquote significant scene and uh and it's rumored to be that there will be a a face-off between Ahsoka and Vader. So we'll see what happens. It's all it all sounds rather cool. I mean, I'm, there is the danger here with Ahsoka that they uh, they they try and squeeze too much into this. I think one of the one of the the great things about the Obi Wan Kenobi TV show was that they didn't try and cram so much in that you were just scratching your head all over the place, thinking, oh, "I'm kind of lost here. I'm not sure what's going on." There's all this going on over here. There's that over here. It was a fairly simple more about character progression more than anything else. So I hope they kind of follow that. I mean we we can leave all of the cool multiple threads and everything going on to the the Mandalorian stuff. I think that suits that quite well because Mando travels all over the place, meets lots of different characters and and we have this stuff with Grogu and you know all that stuff. And now Luke obviously Luke Skywalker. So I think you know leave all that to to that and a little bit of interconnectivity maybe but yeah, this sounds rather good and Anyone that's read any of the books around Ahsoka and watched Star Wars Rebels and stuff, I think it was a given anyway that we would see Vader, or at least Anakin, in a flashback. But this rumour from their source confirms that a little bit more anyway, so that's rather good. Uh, And as always, with all of the stuff that I'm talking about in this week's episode and all of our episodes, check out the show notes. There'll be links to all the articles. You can go and read them in full and see what you think. So moving on to some comic book news. A few months ago now, Mark and I spoke around comic uh, Marvel Comics and the, the current run that's going up to uh, this will be number 25. So the official preview for Star Wars number 25 is now up and out, and it's a celebratory issue. It's the one that we spoke about with Charles Saul, Charles Saul's 100th comic uh, edition. And the preview uh, gets a little bit tasty. I'll be honest with you, it does get a little bit tasty. Now, before I get on to the story... But we did actually talk to Charles Soul about this back in uh, it was episode. It was back in January this year, episode 140, I believe. So I'll stick a link to that in the show notes as well. That was a really good interview that we did with him. He's such a cool, such a cool guy, and we we chatted about loads of obviously Star Wars, but we did touch on this um touch on this a little bit with the comics and stuff. So uh, I'll leave a link. Go and check. Go and give that a listen. Go and check it out. That was very cool, but the preview for this one number 25 uh, apparently is uh, it's a collection of uh, a few short stories and the first one the first one is called uh, the lesson and it features uh, a sort of a a drawn out sparring session if you like between obi-wan and anakin and it takes place between episode 1 and 2 and that's obviously going to go into so- into some expected stuff there in the In their conversation, we saw that in the Obi-Wan Kenobi TV show, there was a sparring session where Anakin thought he had beaten um, Obi-Wan only to have him you know, lose at the end and and whatnot. So I think it's going to mirror that a little bit, which is going to be very cool. But the one that's very cool about this is there's a second story, which is also called The Lesson, uh, which mirrors the first one. And that is around... The preview doesn't give too much away, but Palpatine basically igniting his lightsaber and just saying to Vader, fight me. That's all he says is fight me. So there's obviously a a duel that happens there between Palpatine and Vader, which is, which is amazing. And this takes place shortly after um, episode three. So that's interesting in itself because obviously Vader's very, that's a very new Vader. That's kind of, post-Anakin, going through all of that stuff that he went through. And now is Vader, has embraced the dark side fully, is now Vader. But it'll be interesting to see if this is proper beef between Palpatine and Vader, or if it's a bit more um, paint by numbers than that. I'm not sure. There is a third story to this 25th edition as well. It's called See You Around, Kid. And that centers around Kylo Ren, which is cool. And that takes place between The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. So that sounds rather good. And then we've got a final story, which is called A Eulogy for Snap, uh, which is around Poe Dameron and what happens uh, with him after The Rise of Skywalker, which sounds all very cool. So we don't want everything to be... Although everything is amazing right now with the with the prequel trilogy, and but there's a lot of focus on Vader and Luke and Palpatine, all of that stuff, which is great. We can't forget that there's a whole other... <laughs> there's a whole other, you know... Collection of characters and stories, whether you like the sequel trilogy or not, you know, there is stuff still there to be explored, I think. So, those additional stories also sound very cool, uh, which is great. So, um, Star Wars Marvel Comics number 25 that releases in July this month, so Wednesday, July 20th, you'll be able to grab it from comic book shops everywhere. And obviously, the whatever Marvel's app is called for their comics, I haven't looked at that in a couple of years, I think it's called Marvel marvel unlimited i'm going to take a guess which is an app where you pay a subscription and you just get access to every marvel comic basically so it'll be out on that as well but that sounds rather cool so we'll let you know we'll mark and i will one of us will pick up these up and we'll let you know what they're like but that sounds rather good Uh, right moving on to merch news san diego comic-con sdcc is back this year after a couple of years off due to the obvious elephant slash virus in the room So, although COVID hasn't completely gone away, uh, lots of events are now back up and running. I assume uh, face masks will be a thing or whatever, but the good news is the event is back, unlike some other big events. Um, So E3, the big video game um, convention um, for uh, marketing and bloggers and the press and everything like that, that was cancelled this year. No E3, but there were some online streaming stuff. So that fell a victim to that, plus some other reasons. But it's great to see... Star Wars Celebration happening this year and now uh, SDCC, which is very cool. And alongside uh, SDCC uh, coming back, they've also announced there's going to be some very cool Star Wars merch that you can pick up at the event if you are lucky enough to uh, so get over there. Uh, it's not an extensive, huge lift list. Sorry, it wasn't the same amount of stuff that we saw when they announced it for Star Wars Celebration. But that was always going to be the case anyway. But there are some very cool things here. They've got loads of different things from uh, figures to pin badges to Funko Pops to Christmas tree ornaments um, uh, and bags and all sorts. So there's a couple here that take my fancy, which is very cool. Again, uh, head over to um, to the starwars.com official page for this in the show notes. Um, but there's a couple of really cool art prints. There's a really, really good one of Thrawn. Really, really good one. And uh, it's by uh, Joe Caroni. Uh, and there's some other bits as well, but um, these are not too bad. Normally... When you go to these events, especially celebration, the art prints are normally fifty bucks upwards. This one's only thirty dollars, so that's not too bad. Uh, plus, there's some other some other bits and pieces in terms of art. So uh, Mark and I are a sucker for um really nice art and uh, art prints to stick on the wall, which is good. There's also some clothing. There's t-shirts. There's bags. There's a really funny um Tuscan Raider a backpack which looks very cool. Uh, and some Vader t-shirts and so on. Uh, but the thing that looks very cool. Is the um, uh, first of all is the chrysanthem uh, Funko Pop. I'm not really into Funko Pops massively these days, but this one looks really cool. Plus, there's a very cool Boba Fett uh, Boba Fett statue, which is from Diamond Select, and it's the it's a little bit more expensive. This one uh, it's a bit pricey. It's 200 bucks. It's 7th scale, uh, and it's the pose. It's a little scene from when we first see him in the empire strikes back and that looks very cool so that looks great and there's like you know bracelets and pin badges and you know all the other things that you would expect so go and check those out if you are going into san diego comic-con then hit us up on twitter or instagram let us know if you picked up any of these cool merch items and what you think of them um moving on to more merch news this is a bit of an interesting one i'm not sure if this is gonna stick or not but it does sound kind of does sound interesting so hasbro They have they've announced something called the Hasbro selfie series, which is sounds it does sound really cool, I must admit, but I'm not sure if it's going to have legs or not. But essentially, it's it's a way of you using the the Hasbro Pulse app or the Hasbro app and uh, uploading an image of yourself and then they will create a figure for you in your likeness and you can customize it a little bit and so on. Uh, so it does sound very cool and um, you'll be able to base your design off of some existing characters within various franchises. So um, Marvel, uh, Power Rangers, Ghostbusters and obviously Star Wars are all going to be in there. So you'll be able to pick one of the existing costumed figures from those franchises and they will put your face, they will make you know a head sculpt of your face and then ship the figure out to you. So that all sounds very cool and it's a real... I love the fact that they're trying something very cool to innovate a little bit. There's only so, you know, we're not having massive amounts of, of Star Wars content being pushed out. You know, we're getting two or three series, you know, on, uh, on Disney Plus, And then the films have slowed down. Obviously, we're not getting a film for a little while. And there's only so many, time, uh, only so many times you can double dip and triple dip when buying existing figures and whatnot. So this sounds very cool and if anyone is off to uh, again san diego comic con you'll be able to head over to the hasbro pulse booth uh, which is 3213 uh, grab a ticket get your time slot and then they'll they will do it all for you and then ship the figure out which is like a little preview before um before this thing goes live to the public so i'd love your opinions on this one star wars fan because i can see this being a really cool like little one off thing little one off gift and whatever I'm just not sure if this is something that we're—it's going to be around, you know, for for too much longer. So if this does sound like it's your cup of tea, then jump on this and do it, and uh, and let us know. Let us know if you uh, if you jump on and order one and upload your mug and get it turned into a figure. It might sound pretty cool. I might I might wind Mark up. I might upload a photo of him, get the figure done, and then ship it out to him and be like, bro, someone's used your likeness without permission. See what he says. You'll be all right. He's laid back, Mark. He'll just probably be like, yeah, cool, whatever. So yeah, Hasbro selfie series. Let you know what's going on with that. And then lastly on merch, this is just a little reminder more than anything else. Um, But here in the UK, sorry, US fans or Australian fans, Canadian, anyone else in the rest of the world. But in the UK, we've got this really cool convention that's been doing, doing really well for the last few years now. It's called Echo Base Live. And they've just announced some early bird tickets for their event, which is on the 1st of October um, in Redditch here in the UK. It's at the Kingfisher Shopping Centre, which sounds really weird. It's like, are you sure this is a con at a a shopping centre? No, I'm completely serious. What they do is the shopping centre is a couple of levels, I think, but they they hire out this whole massive area on the lower floor. So there isn't really much in the way of shops down there and so on. But they do hire out this big this big space down there. And it's very cool. They hold this twice a year. I went to it back in, crikey, when was it? Uh, I think it was February, February or March when they did it before. And it was really cool. I I went there with with a view of like, okay, uh, I've got a few beans in my pocket. I'm not going to spend any more than, any more than uh, 50 quid. I'm going to pick up a couple of figures and that's it. And then like 120 quid later, it's like, okay, that didn't go to plan, but there we go. So you can head over to the Facebook page now. It's got all the information on there, plus you can get links to the early bird tickets. Uh, that will get you into the event, I think it's like an hour before anybody else. So if if um, figure hunting is your thing and collectible hunting is your thing, you'll be able to jump in there early, check out all the stalls, and uh, and that's £10, and you get like a limited edition lanyard with your name on the badge and, and all that stuff. Uh, and it does sound very cool, yeah. So you get early bird entry at 9.15. I think the rest of it opens at 11 o'clock. Or 10.30, something like that, which is very cool. But the it's not like your typical con where you've got a mixture of um, loads of different guests that you pay for photo shoots and things like that, plus a few stalls. It's like the opposite with this. The bulk of the event is just tons of vendors and stalls who are selling so much Star Wars. It's unbelievable. Like, if you, any, anything that you want for Star Wars, whether, whether the Vintage Line is your thing, or the Black Series, or art prints or just general collectibles, books, posters, everything. They've got the lot. But one thing that is cool and if you are serious about the whole figure thing is the um they don't shy away from having quote unquote proper vintage line collectibles as well. So I'm not talking about the the recent run of um 3.75 inch vintage line that we've had from Hasbro uh, over the last couple of years which still comes out now. I'm talking about stuff that was released in 1978 and onwards like the original legit og stuff so you'll find you know quite a few of. you'll need a deep wallet not going to lie if you're after like a millennium falcon or a tie fighter or you know a a custom uh, or sorry a restored x-wing or something like that from the original original stuff from the 70s then that's going to cost you but this will be the place to go and get it so echo base live this particular event is called Best Spin Bazaar. That's how they've themed all the creative for it and stuff like that. If you're here in the UK, go and check it out. Even if you haven't got loads of money to spend, you just want to spend, you know, half a day, a few hours around some other cool Star Wars fans and just hang out, then then still do it. It's very cool. And uh, And yeah, very cool. So lastly, we seem to get this every couple of months, don't we? So Mark and I, or every couple of weeks even, when we go through the news, it'll be like one of them guaranteed, is going to be some, some rumor from, you know, Doomcock or, you know, whoever else, whoever else on YouTube is just, you know, spouting that stuff. Or it's like, yeah, there's a plot device that didn't work, but now this thing's fixed it. Or there's this fan theory that fills in all the gaps and it's all good. So we, we need to keep the train going. Obviously we can't have a, (laughs) we can't have a news based episode of SOR and not have one of these, uh, uh, weird kind of plot hole things. Now this is slightly different because it's an official book that's got some information that that potentially answers this question a little bit. It's not even a big, it's not even a big important subject that you sort of scratch your head over a lot or lose sleep over. But to give you some context, then Attack of the Clones, Episode Two, the whole the whole chase scene with the bounty hunter, right, and Anakin and Obi Wan. Jango Fett is hired to assassinate uh, Padme. But for some reason, he doesn't do that. He hires another bounty hunter uh, to, um, to go and do it for him. I assume he just wants to go to the pub, chill out. He's just not in the mood, whatever. So he hires Zam Wessel. And we know Zam Wessel. She's the, or he, or it, they. That's the shape-shifting being that Anakin has a really big, you know, speeder chase scene. Goes on for about nine hours. And then when they finally crash land and everything, she runs into one of the clubs, one of the bars, and uh, evades them for a little while, but then they catch up to her, and um, and she's not too happy. They try and question her, but then she gets killed uh, just before she can give up any information. So Jango fet fires one of the darts at her, and, and there we go. So, like I said, it's nothing too crazy. You're not going to lose any sleep over this, but one thing that apparently I've not... Um, seen this before i don't know where i've been but apparently lots of star wars fans have said well actually this is a bit of a plot hole because her escape should have been mega easy because she's a shapeshifter when she hops out of her crashed speeder runs into the club she should have just you know changed uh into another you know something completely else and just you know disappeared into the crowd as uh something else, and everybody was like, "Well, that doesn't make sense, does it? Because you know she'd have the same clothes on, so that wouldn't be much of a giveaway." But yeah, if she did do that, she could just take the you know take the helmet off, take the cape off, whatever the the uh, the chest plate, whatever she's got on, and still keep some of the clothes on, but then shape shift into a completely different alien species and all the rest of it, and she would have escaped fine. But uh, there's a new there's a new book that's just landed. It's, um, uh, it's called Star Wars Secrets of the Bounty Hunters and they obviously go through in detail the backstory for a lot of bounty hunters and characters and whatnot when you get to Zan Wessel Zan Wessel's section in, her, in the bio for that bit uh, and I'll read it to you, it says Wessel survived the resulting speeder crash and managed to briefly escape the Jedi as a Claudite she could have simply changed her face and faded away into the crowd but for some Revenge is just as rewarding as a pile of credits. Wessel could not resist the chance to strike back at the Jedi who had just ruined her job. Uh, I'm assuming you have never tried to sneak up on someone who has mastered the Force, but not, uh, but let me tell you, it never ends well. Uh, which is okay, I guess. I, I think what they're trying to say is, yes, that is an option. She could have just shapeshifted and gone off. But what they're saying is, because they had just ruined her she was just hired for a job and they, the Jedi have just ruined that she now wants to have you know revenge on them and so doing that is worth more to her than completing the job and getting the credits and so on so I'm not sure what to make of this really it's um it's a bit clickbaity. this stuff I've seen a couple of websites report on this and it's very much oh yeah you need you really need to read this and check it out because this massive plot hole from Attack of the Clones is now all sealed up and, you know, we're all good. It's not really a plot hole at all. It's just more of a, okay, that could have gone one way or the other. But, you know, this little bit of biotext in this upcoming book kind of plasters over the crack a little bit. But, you know, Star Wars fans being Star Wars fans, I'm sure Reddit will blow up over this and Twitter and whatnot. They'll rip the band-aid off or the plaster off and they'll still dissect it and and, and pull it to pieces. But there you go. There you go. Zam Wessel chose not to shapeshift and escape and rather try and get her revenge on the Jedi for costing her a few quid. There we go. And I'm going to end it there, Star Wars fans. That is episode 163. Thank you so much, Star Wars fan, for coming back and listening to Spark of Rebellion. It's been great to have you here as I've waffled through and covered some of the news that's happened over the last few days and week from a galaxy far, far away. And if this is your first time listening to SOR, then welcome. It's great to have you here. And uh, make sure you're following and subscribing to this podcast in your favourite podcast app. You can just do a search for Spark of Rebellion. You'll find us on there or head over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash listen. You can link off to all the podcast apps and networks there. We're on the socials too, Instagram and Twitter, sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Twitter and forward slash Instagram. That will forward you right over there. Give us a like and a follow over there as we chat Star Wars throughout the week. And if you like SOR and you want to support us, you can do that via our Patreon. So sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Patreon. And thank you so much again to our wonderful current patrons. You guys are so cool. We love you guys. Thank you very much for your ongoing support. Until next week for episode 164, take care of yourself, have a good Star Wars week, and may the Force be with you always.